When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're going to start the pod right now. I don't even want anyone to put on their game face. We're literally start. This is Monday morning uh, after a college football weekend, an NFL weekend. People kept talking about baseball, but I think we're done with that for at least another year or two. Basketball was happening, but mm-hmm. And of course, the, the cream of the crop, what everybody's really talking about, F1. So... Here's the deal. <laughs> I promised that we would talk about football for a minimum of two minutes, uh, as long as that then we would be allowed to talk about F1. And Gabe still doesn't seem to think that that's an equal, like, that's nothing. It was the biggest thing of the weekend, by far. In Monaco? Yeah, I'm here in America, no, what? Beetle. <laughs> in the world. The world. Like, it's, okay. Imagine this, because we've had this in the NBA, right? I know I'm supposed to start with football and I'm just going to, I'm just going to tease F1 for later. It's good. It's good. Like you, you have an entire season. It's 22 race season. This was the 21st race. We have one left in Abu Dhabi this weekend. They go through all the drama. You have two guys that are head and shoulders above everyone else. Lewis Hamilton, who, even if you've never watched a race in your life before you've heard of and Max Verstappen, who you probably haven't heard of unless you've watched a race or at least the Netflix show. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Verstappen's been crushing it. And after all of that, 21 races, they are tied at 369.5 points each going into the final race of the season. How is that not exciting? It all comes down to Abu freaking Dhabi. Okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm genuinely excited about this. So you're saying it's really awesome because... This weekend was like the big prelude to the championship weekend. Yeah, it well, sounds like college yeah. football. Uh, but mm, no, okay. You know why I like it better? Maybe here'll be the analogy. College football, there's a lot of sort of like fake smiling, fake schmoozing. We, you know, we've been down the bright, fake accents. We've been down all of that, right? <laughs> F1, I think, is refreshing to me because the principals go after each other to their faces. Um, publicly. The drivers don't hide their... Well, that's not true. Lewis Hamilton plays the game. He's very smooth. Um, and the other ones, I don't think, know how to do that yet. They're children. I appreciate the sort of honesty that comes with F1. Maybe it's a European thing. I, maybe that's it. Maybe as Americans, we're used to like pretending to be nice and then stabbing you in the back when you turn around. I don't know. But it is awesome. It You have one guy who's like the Schumacher, who's rec, not reckless, but he just... He's a robot. And then you have Lewis Hamilton, who's been the name for so long, who's now in a weird position. I'm telling you, Gabe, you should have just... It's so fun. So what does 369.5 mean? I don't even understand the scoring. You accumulate points throughout the course of the season. So first place is this, second place is this, third place is this. Top 10, every race gets a certain amount of points, but really you just want a podium. And you also get points for... Yeah, it's like there's only three. It's like the Olympics. You get points for fastest lap. You get point, you know, you're, you're as a team, two member team. So you have Mercedes versus Red Bull. That's what that is. Mercedes already wrapped up the constrictor title. Basically it's coming down to just these two dudes and they are very like polar opposites of each other in every way. And I think their fan bases are very different. I, it's just like, there's a lot of booing going on yesterday for both of them. It's, it's, it's just perfect. You cannot ask for better. More context, Gabe. Like they're at three sixty nine point five. The net, the third place person is over a hundred points below them. So like going yeah. into the final race next Sunday, the twelfth, like it's going to be one of them that wins the season. Oh, like Alabama and Georgia. But without, I'll do anything to make this about football. <laughs> Fine, let's talk about college football. That was okay, a rough transition. I wanted to be more excited about college football this morning. Because when Oklahoma State lost to Baylor, I thought that was the beginning of what would inevitably be a weekend full of those types of upsets that would have thrown us into chaos into yesterday's Selection Sunday's show. And then when that didn't pan out, I, 
I just wanted Notre Dame to be in the mix for real because I think America for the first and maybe only time was sort of like, you know what? I'd really like to see Notre Dame get their due, <laughs> even though they've been on <laughs> national television since the beginning of time. <laughs> so yeah, I, I just, when that didn't happen and it was the four teams that we sort of went into thinking it would be, it lost its judge for me. And I think that's fair because unless you loved college football anyways, you know, that was going to happen. I was in it for the drama and the chaos. Well, let me ask you this. If you, if I and by the way, Paige, you're into this F1. This is like both of you. Yeah, are into thank this? you. Yeah, I got hooked on from the Netflix. Yeah, yeah. So it's called sorry. sports game. Yeah. Okay. Called sports. You know, it doesn't have a ball. I'm sorry. <laughs> called, can't, can't enjoy it. It's called commuting in tight corners. Uh, of but <laughs> the hell, it, you need. They had three starts yesterday. Three. A lot of flags. That's Dangerous not normal. course. Dangerous course. Two and a half Based hours. That's course. never. Yeah. I got hooked okay, on the Netflix on. show, I think, like many of us. And you would, too, if you watch it. Or maybe you wouldn't. I don't know. Maybe you're not really a sports fan. Maybe you think you are, but you only like sports ball. <laughs> Actually, name drop here. Tom Rinaldi, greatest sports storyteller alive. True. Future, guest? That, Future guest Tom Rinaldi? Uh, let's hope because He'll he... He'll make us cry. Guess what? He's with you guys. He is obsessed with <laughs> F1. You're <laughs> off, Gabe. Tom's on. I'm telling you. You are... You are... Great. <laughs> Replace me with Tom Rinaldi any day. That's a good trade. <laughs> Oh, if I could just sit here and we could talk to Tom Rinaldi about F1 and I could watch his eyes light up. You would cry. By the yeah. end of it, you'd be oh, in yeah. tears. Uh, I would totally cry. That's the, the, the minute Rinaldi pops on the screen, you're like, oh, just anticipatory yeah, no, I tears. <laughs> I love Fine. Okay. So am I, am I wrong in saying that college football could have been more exciting and it just sort of played out the way it was supposed to play out? I agree with you. So I guess what I have to ask on behalf of all of America, because by the way, if you if you go into these playoffs and none of these are your team, your team's out. Correct. And you go into the, these playoffs and aren't rooting for Cincinnati, have a long look in the mirror. Okay? <laughs> but Cincinnati. Give me, give me the team or the car. What do you even call it? Give me the people in F1 who are Cincinnati so I can root for them. Teams. They're teams. Or you can root for a driver. It's up to you. I want to root for the underdog to come shatter those two guys with 69 so, and a half points. As we just said, there is no underdog. There's the top two and everyone else. <laughs> and yesterday, he... Esteban Ocon was probably the underdog. <laughs> yeah. And he got screwed great. at the finish line. Well, who did you just say? Esteban, Esteban Ocon. What is wrong with you? Gabe. It's a French guy. He's lovely. Esteban Ocon. <laughs> he was also, in the mix. You know what? Like they all speak nine languages. What is there not to love? Mm -hmm. It's multi-million dollar cars, beautiful cities, although some I could give or take. But like, dude, okay, fine. College football. Do people love John Harbaugh? Uh, I think people are torn on the Harbaugh's in general. Mm -hmm. So why do we think, because I was listening to someone talk about this morning. I don't hear him talked about the same way I hear other people being talked about. Like, I don't hear him in the same category as like Sabins and Kelly's. Is that accurate or not accurate? I think that's because he's kind of like the Esteban Ocon of <laughs> wow. college football. And no, that he's definitely I don't, not that. <laughs> he hasn't uh, won it when it matters very often. And, you know, hmm. maybe he'll break through and then he'll get into that next year. But I think he's, he's just a big name who's never actually done the thing. Right. So if he were like if he were to pull this off somehow, yeah, that changes everything. Yeah. Oh, no question. Yeah. Then I all think... of a sudden he goes, yeah. Then it's like when Peyton Manning got his first ring, and you're like, yeah, he's the he's great, but he's not an all time great. And then he won a ring, and we're like, great, Peyton's the best ever. Yeah. So basically, we want Michigan and or Cincinnati, or we don't want Michigan at all. And why wouldn't we want Michigan? We want Michigan because we don't want Alabama, correct? That's right. Nobody does even though he thinks somehow he's some monster underdog. <laughs> the mental gymnastics that Nick Saban must go through to order to, I can only imagine, genuinely make his team feel that they are yeah. underdogs and that everyone is rooting against them. Is the little program that could. <laughs> it's like Guys, Alabama. He lost his quarterback, running back, two best receivers, and two offensive linemen in the first 37 picks of the draft. And they just put up 40-something <laughs> points against supposedly the best defense of all time. Right. With all uh, new guys. Right. Their new guy's going to win the Heisman. There's They're no, like the there's... Rudy of college football. Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I got to give him credit. It's a very Belichickian sort of um, 
I mean, that is part of being a coach, isn't it? Like you have young men in a locker room and your job is to motivate and or somehow get them all in a mindset of it's them against the world, even though it's really the world against Alabama most of the time. Right. <laughs> but it's 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 a remarkable thing to watch. Like I, I whether you like the guy or not, that's he did it with a straight face. Can't knock that. I is, will say is, I oh, sorry, Gabe. I just I <laughs> no, I I and both of you can answer this. Is F one as rigged as college football? Like is Max Verstappen? stepping? Is he just guaranteed to be in front because like his cars no. got No. Uh, the argument or, would be that Mercedes and Lewis are the yes. ones that F1 they are the Bama. For. Lewis is Alabama. Yeah. 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 Okay. Like there were some things yesterday. Like yesterday's race came down to, you know, Max was supposed to give him back his spot. He thought he was doing that. Lewis hits him from behind. There's confusion as to what happened. Then they penalize him five seconds. And then he lets him go again, which was another miscommunication. This was all very important last minute stuff that probably affected how that race turned out and would be a completely different thing heading into this weekend. But here we are tied. Look, I, as a sports fan, there's nothing better than starting from clean and like winner takes all. But having just watched this entire season, I'm blown away that this is where we are. I'm just blown away because Max was ahead by a lot and Lewis won the last three races in a row. He is arguably the greatest driver of all time, if not top two. So whether you like him or not, and I'm not a huge fan, it's remarkable. Okay, but so Lewis is not your guy. Max is sort of also not your guy. Who's your guy? Well, Ricardo's my guy. I'm a McLaren mm, fan, him. What is this him. man's full name? Uh, okay. Daniel Ricardo. Daniel Ricardo. Oh, First Daniel. of all, Gabe, okay. you would love him. He's Australian. So with, with that comes all of the fun Australian. Hell yeah. You know, they're, they're the most fun. They laugh at themselves. They can they can literally light up the room, and that's what he does. His teammate is this young British boy named Lando Norris. He's this beautiful <laughs> toy. Uh, they're hilarious together. That's my team, but they're not they're not winning anything. So they're Max is my fun. other one. That feels right. You're it's you're either Max it, it's you're Max or you're not. You're Max or Lewis. That's it. You have to pick. It's polarizing. I'm going pick. Lewis. Just saying. Oh. We'll check back in next Monday. Oh, so you're going for the greatest driver of all time? How yeah. daring of you, Paige. I just think Max <laughs> is just like a real ass. Robot. Yeah, that's how you get to be a Ugh. winner. I just I need about, a little more personality. You don't think Lewis is maybe an ass, but he covers it up better than Max because Max isn't interested in You know, Michelle, I like to take people at face value. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard anyone say in my entire life. By the way, are we just going to... A, not address the elephant in the room and by elephant i mean that giant <laughs> chest of drawers, drawers wardrobe armor. oh i thought the elephant was the nfl on a monday <laughs> we're, we're not going to address no no let's talk about Paige's armoire <laughs> like it is creepy and it's daunting and like what's in it i think one time gabe told me he felt like i was in a funeral home which feels right <laughs> i thought you were in ann rice's house which i got kind of excited about I was like, ooh, let's start. I'm in Atlanta. <laughs> I'm in Atlanta with all the other sad Georgia Bulldog fans. Is it? Does it feel like anything? But it, or is Atlanta too big a city to ever actually feel? Oh no, sadness? it feels like. I'm in. I'm at a really? hotel, and so Sunday morning in the hotel lobby was just very sad. Oh yeah, that yeah. actually makes a lot sense. of sad Georgia fans and like two okay. Alabama fans. But a what's the big deal? They're still like, what's there to be sad about? I think it's that they've never never beat Bama. Okay, that's fair. So it's just like feels and they you know, they've been number 1 for the majority if not all the season and so Sounds like Max Verstappen. Yeah. To lose again in like the SEC championship. <laughs> I just actually I mean, yeah, but you're hurt. still in it. Like you're still like you're still in the most important part of this whole thing. Like I don't I get that the, you lost a game. Just make sure Alabama doesn't win this whole thing. Oh, my God. If they win the whole thing after all is said uh, and done. Jesus. Okay. I'm not going to do that. Fine. NFL. Were there any upsets? No. Tom Brady's still great. We're still talking about him like an MVP, which is insanity to me. But also, I can't argue it. How could I? Uh, my fantasy football team's officially dead. I lasted the longest I've ever lasted, week 13, and then I stopped caring. Um, what else? Like, was there, there was no... Yeah. Ravens went for two. Didn't get it. Would you have yeah, gone for he two? He said he had to do that. He does that ever no... happen in does that ever happen in F one? You just are run out of options and you just gotta gun it? You just gotta yeah. step on the gas and hope for the best? Yeah, it happened to Lando Norris about six races ago. He ended up losing at the last second after leading the whole race. Yeah, because they made a bad choice in tires and consumption. So whatever, <laughs> dude. Like <laughs> 
The Ravens, that's that, very similar. They kind of ran out of tires. <laughs> it all tires. comes back to Harbaugh's. Wrong yeah, tires. no, he did. He, I mean, like, imagine having to do a strategy move only because you have literally no humans that can pull off what, anything else that you were going to try to do. That's a crazy – on an NFL team. That's a crazy situation to be in, to find yourself, I think. Yeah. I mean, you asked about Harbaugh. How about his brother? So, I mean, <laughs> he might be the coach of the year just because he can actually – you know, win a few games with no players. He's had well, no running backs all year long. He keeps signing new guys and just burning their tires out. It's unbelievable. Is that good or bad? I don't know if that's good or bad. Is that a uh, good quality or bad quality? I mean, I don't, as a human, maybe it's a bad quality, but as a football <laughs> coach, I think that's that's what you're supposed to do. Burn do out I, your tires. Do I confuse Jim and John all the time? Yeah, I got confused even when you said the name earlier. Yeah. I hate when parents do that, when they name them too similarly, and then I'm like, Jim and Jim, and they're both football. No, you know what? I'm sorry, Harbaugh's. You confused me, and that's on me, and I, I am so sorry. I do like this about NFL this year. There's not a clear-cut favorite favorite. Like, we're not doing that thing where we're just going to finish out the season because we have to, but we already know who's going to win the whole thing. Like, that's a nice to be coming back to the sport like I have. Like, that's a nice thing to come back to. I don't hate it. I mean, I know they're starting to sort of trickle, but... When you say it's wide open, I say it's wide open. It feels it feels pretty wide open, uh, except that, guess what? The Chiefs are just the best team, even though they're not <laughs> as exciting as they used to be. So they're Alabama also. Do you really think that? No, I don't think they're, they're unlikable like Alabama. They're, but they're not as unlikable as Alabama, are they? I don't think they are. I find them very likable, but I think yeah. about like half fun. the league hates them. But do you think they're just getting good at the right time or do you legitimately think they're better than everybody else a and b really? can it be both no because i think they started i mean look this everybody wrote that team off at the beginning of the season now everyone's like <gasps> which is again why i think sometimes sports talking heads are the funniest thing to watch and i'm including myself in some way in that but because it's like oh this team is over it's done the dynasty will never be yada and now everyone's like oh my god it's the greatest team that's ever played the game <laughs> Like, what? You can't. No. And I don't think they're head and shoulders above everyone else. Well, we got a few games left to prove it, unlike F1, where we're down to one week. And uh, <laughs> That's it's right. just up. It's Verstappen versus Hamilton for all the marbles. There's 22 like races, the Gabe. It's not like it's just like two weekends. Yeah, 20, 22, 22 races. Mm-hmm. Around the globe. Do you know the logistic nightmare about that? Imagine that. I joked about Monaco at the beginning, but that's that's a big spot, right? Yeah, it's F1. a sexy mm-hmm. spot. Yeah, so I have family who are British, and uh, this means a lot to them too. Thank you. And yeah. and uh, but I still didn't know anything about it. And Beetle, I have to ask. Um, I don't know if you remember this. Many years ago, mm. you and I concocted a scheme where we teamed up on our buddy Kevin Wilds. You can now see him on. Uh, on Fox Sports 1. Yeah, how about that? He's like a TV person now. So he's, a, weird. he's on TV. He used to just be a producer dope like me sitting next to you making sports And a stand-up up comedian. Correct. He was a very... Uh, he, he was perceived to be a very funny person is how I'm going to by, put it. By himself. By, by Love himself you, and his closest friend. Uh, also on TV now. Um, yeah. What the- so we were led to believe uh, that he was sort of a comedy god and uh, he is a very funny guy. But so we wanted to sort of cut the legs out of that. And I remember whispering to you, hey, you know what? We should pretend that we think Dane Cook is hilarious. And then we did. We did. For like a year or two or three. We would like we would mention movies like, man, good luck, Chuck, or whatever that movie. I was like, it was a great, it's underrated, highly underrated. Like when he's there with like Jessica B, like what's her name? Alba and Penguins. Like that's all funny stuff. That's comedy gold. Like we, we would wait page until Wilds would like come back to the desk and one of the two of us would just be playing like a YouTube clip (laughs) of just Dane and just cracking up to Dane Cook and then get back to work when he sat down. Wait, how does this relate to any of this? Is this what you're doing to me with F1? Oh, you think I'm, I'm I was like, please land love the plane. F1? Like, <laughs> no, don't land the plane. Just plow it into the ocean. Are you pretending <laughs> F1 is a thing just as a long con to America? Are we all wilds? No, I am not in the minority here. This is the fastest growing watch sport in this country because we, once again, were uber late to the party. 
just like with soccer and every other thing that we think we invented, but we didn't. Like it's, it is, it's been going on. It's mm -hmm. been crushing. And I just happen to be many, many years behind, but now I'm like full. Look, I have an attention span of a gnat. I've said it a million times. I am still 1000% excited about it every weekend. And I hope that lasts forever. I can't promise it will because sometimes I just wake up and decide I don't like stuff, but my God, how about this? Well, you're, you know what? Even if you watch the race this coming weekend, like you, it wouldn't mean anything to you. Because you don't understand the drama that's behind all of it. No, I guess that's true. And that's why I like football. Because I can drop in on these college football playoffs or the final third of the NFL season and pretty quickly catch up. I see a record. I count but the score But it doesn't up. feel dramatic. Like the football doesn't feel dramatic to me. Like those four teams in college, like those are the four teams everyone thought was. I mean, look, I guess Cincinnati would be the disruptor here, obviously. So maybe that's what. But do they have a shot in hell of like winning this whole thing? No, no chance in hell. In the right. first so game of the playoff, they're a 14-point dog. Who knows what it would be in the final? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So there's no real drama involved. And I think maybe as a sports fan, that's what I have missed in some of the sports that we watch. Um, for me, NFL in this moment, granted, we're just, we got games left, but in this moment feels a little like, okay, I wouldn't know who to put my money on right now because I think it's still open. Um, basketball right now? open, but we're so early on in the season. But for years, it was like, okay, it was the Cavs and the Warriors. And that just loses its appeal as a sports fan. You're just like, it's like watching a movie for the third time. Like, there's no surprise left. I already know what's going to happen. I'm not excited about it. There's something to be said for when sports can still excite you. And for me, that right now, that is F1. It's, it is the unknown. I have zero idea who's going to win this thing. And that is what sports are supposed to be in the first place. It's supposed to be the unknown. It's not a movie. And you want to be bored by the same crap over and over again and somehow tell me that that's more interesting than F1. And I no. say you're a liar. Preach. There's, <laughs> there's no amount of times uh, that's too much for me to watch Gladiator. Uh, you put it on, I'm watching it. Same with football. So... Um, I'm sorry, Beetle. We're just going to have to agree to disagree on this. So but then you like drama. Why watch new football? Why don't you just watch old football documentaries over and over again? The and whole point know, of the new is that you're not supposed to know the ending. If the Jets had ever won anything in my whole life, <laughs> I would just rewatch that over and over and over That's again. That's different. That is the ultimate underdog. Yeah. <laughs> that is a Rudy. <laughs> uh, Beetle, I, I have some drama for you. Okay. Since drama is what you like best about sports, I have major... Major NBA scoops and drama. Breaking breaking news Break. that we should get to in the what else did you miss? Because there's no chance you know what we're about to share with you. Nope. Okay, so are we going to are we going Don't to Don't you dare get on Twitter right now? I, I can't. My internet's awful. Thanks a lot, Texas. Yeah, am I taking a break right now? And then you're gonna cause I feel like, to be honest with you, more times than ever, I, I bet I missed a lot this weekend. I was all consumed. <laughs> So I feel like I want to get to what did I miss because I I'm think positive. there's going to be a lot. Are we allowed to I'm do that positive. right now? Yeah, we can, we can do whatever you want. I'm just going to go recoup from, from everything that just happened. I'm like going to send you a whole box of swag. All right, <laughs> we're taking a quick break because I missed a lot this weekend unless it was four hours of F1 coverage and then I got it covered. <laughs> four hours. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we're back. We were never gone, just secret behind the scenes. We never actually went. I didn't even finish so sipping the coffee. Dude, I, took I know. I, I just grabbed it. I didn't even get to drink mouth. it. I'm going to go off. I'm going to. My ish is cold anyways. I keep using the same mug and I have a thousand of them, but I just like this one so much. Uh, okay. So this was a weekend full of a lot. As, as a, and I joke about the football. Obviously, I'm still watching. I'm still paying attention. I did root for the chaos and I only got that first game. That being said, uh, a lot going on this weekend. This is one of the best parts of any year. And I know I missed a lot because I was all consumed by probably one sport above all else. So what else did I miss? <laughs> and also you teased NBA, like what? Yeah, can I, can I yeah, throw one in? 
Paige yeah. put a few Paige put a few uh, things you missed together, but I have one breaking from our buddy at the Athletic. Shams has some uh, forget a Woj bomb. Shams has some <laughs> stuff right now. So um, by the time people hear this, this will have already been talked to death. But Beetle, your quick reaction to the idea: Dame Lillard is so worked up, so frustrated that now he's considering playing with Ben Simmons. Could we see Dame to the Sixers or Ben Simmons and Dame teaming up and going somewhere else? What the hell do we make of this drama? Wait. Yeah. Shams is saying that Damien said this out loud or is this sources of by sources? Multiple source? sources have told The Athletic that Lillard would like to play with Philadelphia 76ers no three-time All-Star Ben Simmons. So if I'm a trailblazer on that team, like a siege, any of them, honestly, mm-hmm. I don't know how to process that information. Because do I take it personally? Are you saying that we're so whatever, we're so dysfunctional and not going to win anything that like you'd rather play with this? I can't even say anything anymore because now it's like all sensitive. This young man who doesn't want to get better at the sport and seems to be being told all of the wrong advice by his close loved ones. That's what you'd rather play with? And also in Portland or... They're not keeping him in Philly. Like, he's not going to play in Philly. So what's the plan here? And do you think Chauncey Billups wants to coach Ben Simmons? Do you think coaches look at Ben Simmons as, like, women who look at men who are projects and think, I'll be the one that changes him? Do you think coaches look at Ben Simmons like that? Like, I'll be the one that gets this kid to come out and be the the greatest of all time? Or do you think they go, I'm good? No, I think it's A. You do? I can't imagine. I think every coach of every major sport thinks they're the person to change, that they're better than everyone else who tried before them. I think that, but you don't think that there are some projects, projects being humans that are, <laughs> you look at and think there's, I don't know, there's nothing I can do unless he wants to do it on his own. Like there's nothing I can say. You think every coach would look at Ben Simmons and be like, hmm, I could do it. I, yeah, probably just about every one of them. I think if you're I coaching mean, look, at that level, your confidence is already up there where you're going to be the guy. Well, Doc Rivers was like, mm, no, not happening. Well, right. You learn That's it fair. once you've been, once you spend time with them, then you're like, oh, wait, no, this guy's miserable. And then you blame the guy. It's not that your <laughs> coaching wasn't any good. The, the whole story rewrites itself once you actually get the chance. It's the dog who bit the tire. But I think they all think they can be the one to fix him. All right, so morbid curiosity, I would like to see that happen, actually. I would watch this. This would be fascinating to watch. Wasn't Dame the one who threw all kinds of shade at LeBron and others for making super teams? Wasn't his whole thing, I'm not the super team guy? Well, Damian Lillard has painted himself a bit in the corner. And, and like, I respect it because, you know, I I think most people see Dame Lillard playing out his entire career up in Portland and he hasn't done anything to sort of sway that like that has been the narrative. And while all of these other people were jumping ship and moving around and making super teams, he was always the guy that was like, not going to do that. So yeah, but would that be a super team or is it a deficit? Like, I I don't know if that's a super team adding Ben Simmons to anything at this point. The part of this I find strange is I can't tell if it's, he wants to leave Portland or he wants to play with, Ben like does he want to go to Philly and play with Ben or is there a scenario where they both end up somewhere else well here's why I think it's not going to Philly because if you are a player and you're saying I'd like to go to Philly and play you're going to say I'd like to play with Joel and Bede and if Ben Simmons happens to show up that day great we'll try it out but like so then that must mean he thinks Ben Simmons would go to Portland and if that's the case then what CJ leaves right which I guess is always the trade bait that everyone keeps talking about or you just blow up the whole thing and start over with just Lillard and Simmons. Oh my God, I hate this idea. Next. (laughs) Sounds like we need to get Shams on here later this week to try to figure it out. I would love uh, to talk to him. I love that he's like the young, like, I mean, he probably hates this, but like there's been Woj forever and I love Woj, but I do like that there's like a new young dude crushing it. The the Verstappen of this business. Stappen. Verstappen. Sorry. Give me some credit. That I feels rude to Shim somehow. <laughs> I know. What? Well, because you know why? Nobody wants to be told um, that they're the next anything because everyone thinks, they're, well, I'm just the next me. <laughs> so that's the thing. Anyways. Well, Brian Kelly thinks he's... Uh, I can't. He's the next 
heartbeat of the South, apparently. I I, uh, Paige, can you set this one up, please? I don't know if people got to see of or course. hear this. I uh, can't imagine how you didn't hear this or see this, <laughs> but uh, newly uh, newly hired LSU coach Brian Kelly came from Notre Dame, and he and Massachusetts by way of Massachusetts. <laughs> key information by way of Massachusetts, <laughs> and on. he was addressing his new fan base uh, at I think it looks like their gym, um, and the man really leaned into the the long A's and the drawn out y'alls and the family. <laughs> the uh, and I'd love your thoughts on that. All right. I can't. We make fun of Madonna because she randomly picks up British accents, right? We're, I'm making fun of Lady Gaga because she randomly picked up a Russian accent trying to get an Italian one. I have grown up in the state of Texas the majority of my life. Um, I don't have a Texas accent. I say y'all um, because everyone does at this point. <laughs> to watch that man stand out there on a microphone and say, this is a great day, me and my family. It was, it was so cringe. And yet I wanted it to go on for many, many more seconds than it actually did. Like I wanted him to go in this full story mode with that accent. And then the, for me, the other thing was like watching the fans in the background, just, you know, I mean, it's a pep rally. They're, they're super stoked about this new thing that's going to happen. But like, what must they have really been thinking? Do they even hear it? Like, I'm wondering if they even heard it the way we all heard it in real time. <laughs> but game shaking is had, I disagree. I think 100%, but I think down there, it doesn't matter. They're like, win games and you can say family as weird Bye, as you want. Family. <laughs> I, has he talked about that yet? Has anyone been like, what are you doing? Not that I've seen. He has to, right? No he, he he better lean into it. When they ask him about it, he's like, shucks, y'all. Just me talking me. <laughs> like Stay he should go full, poop. He I mean, should just, just go start. full Ed O when he when they ask him about it. Uh, I just wanna I don't yeah, think he like just like Is it a brain thing? Does your brain just go and then like I axe I've never just pulled an accent out of my butt, like in my entire life. like yeah, when we fake it, but I've never been so in a moment. Where all of a sudden, wherever I was, that's the accent that came out of my mouth. Ever. And also the accent that he did, I don't even know what that was, to be honest with you. I think L. Duncan did a thing on SportsCenter this weekend, and I love L to death, uh, that was the funniest like two minutes I've seen anyone do on that whole bit. And it killed me. And I was like, yes, she she nailed it. So if you haven't seen it, I suggest go to her her account. Uh, but yeah, I, Brian, on a week where Brian Kelly couldn't possibly become more unlikable, he somehow managed <laughs> to make it worse. Do you think he planned Kudos. it? Do you think he went in being like, okay, I'm going to really pander? Or like spurred the moment he started it and then was like, I am in too deep. I have to like keep going. I got to drop five a lot. Yeah, I think um, <laughs> pandering is such a weird trait that some people have and some people don't. Mm. To me, it's already a sign of like, mm, yuck. And so I think, yeah, I think that's just his his default is pandering. And that's what his job is. His job is to go into kids' living rooms and pander to the parents and tell them everything they want to hear and then rinse and repeat. But I'm so glad that happened. It was like the cherry on the crappy Sunday that was last week for, for his orbit. <laughs> Can I um I am just offer a, a counter opinion? Yes. Sure, okay. And I'm maybe walking myself into some danger here, but probably I, uh, I understand it. I don't think he planned it. And I think I've done it. And I think if we're all being very honest with ourselves, we've done the same thing he did. Maybe not with a microphone in front of thousands of people on TV, but I, I mentioned I have some British family. I've spent time in London and I find sure. myself with the cadence. I say, and I say some of their silly words, like you spend That's a week different. or two. I say some of the silly words. I I picked up lovely as an adjective for all things everywhere, having been over there for a minute. But yeah. I don't say it lovely. I don't add an mm -hmm. accent to it. Mm -hmm. I think like I might use words, but that's I think that's just language in general. You pick things up around the way. Like no worries. We all say no worries. Well, I, the first time I heard that was in Australia, like a twenty five years ago, and now it's just normal. That's different than if I started adding accents to all of it. All right. Well, I, I worked for a while um, around a, an entire group of Spanish speaking people and okay. and they would speak fluent Spanish and enough English. They spoke English much better than I spoke Spanish. But when we spoke English, okay. they they all spoke with an accent. Okay. And then I found myself. Well, I didn't find it. My friends called me out. I was speaking English as though I 
as though Spanish was my native language. I had what? like a, a weird affect. I don't know. I wasn't doing it intentionally. I think it happens. Are you married to Alec Baldwin? Yeah, see? <laughs> like, what? Gabe, I grew up in a house with a parent, my mom, whose English is her third language. Yeah. And not once, not for one second of my entire life, have I had a random Italian accent. I haven't even tried it because I know how stupid I would sound. And that's my mom in my house my whole life. So no, I, that's not a thing. That is not yeah. what normal people do. I stand by that. That's why Madonna got crushed. That's why all actresses get crushed when they randomly pick up accents and we're like, girl, you're from freaking California. Stop. <laughs> so yeah, no. But I loved it. It couldn't have happened to a better person. Yeah. And had a better time. We needed it. <laughs> family. Die. He, found, he made family into like a five syllable word. It was die. I know. And die. Die. <laughs> So many A's. Unlikable. Speaking of family, go. <laughs> well, this guy's never going to change. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, he's 39. We are told now that he is contemplating this being his last season in Pittsburgh. Exactly. The way I read it was he wasn't saying last season playing professional football. So um, I guess my question for you, Beetle, is like, is there any chance that we see this guy on a football field next year? Oh, you mean just somewhere else, possibly? And that uh, seems to be what he's hoping happens. Well, that's what how I, I take. I took it exactly like you did. Like certain words, uh, when you leave them out, it has a whole different meaning for that sentence. Although I have seen people this morning writing it up as though retirement, and I just didn't take it that way. I think that the the Tom Brady, LeBron James era of professional sports might be confusing some people that you can all play into your late thirties and forties, and I. Don't think that that's um, accurate. I'm not saying Ben Roethlisberger doesn't take care of himself physically, but I'm not saying that he does either. So, <laughs> He's not out here cutting strawberries not on that, from his yeah. diet or whatever. Right? Like, not, not on that level. Like, those two guys in particular are, are, like, adamant about it. I mean, to the point where I almost feel like you even enjoy life. Like, that's how serious they are about it. So, I don't know. I think he probably would like to maybe. Although, it would be weird at this point in his career, wouldn't it? just for like the last year of a throwaway to just go play somewhere else. I mean, I would personally think you'd retire before you would do any of that, but we also didn't think Adrian Peterson was going to be playing again this year. And here we are. <laughs> Points on the board. Breaking records. <laughs> yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if someone signed him. Of course not. But as a stealer, probably not. I get the sense that the wording of that press release or whatever no it wasn't a press release whatever however it came out and it was like yeah. oh i'm not going to play for the steelers i think that's a little bit of testing the waters see if there's any interest but i think the number of uh you know big ben's last year retirement etc probably tells him everything he needs to know oh that's sad Paige. that is sad i'm sorry sorry ben so he woke up this morning thinking the world loves me i can't wait to see who wants me mm -hmm. and then he opened up the paper as if people right. opened up a paper and was like oh mm -hmm. i guess I'm what retiring. if he went and just like Backed someone up for like two, three years. That's what Woody though. What a weird. <laughs> why you don't? It's not a money thing, I assume. Like, that's a weird way to end an amazing chapter of one's professional life. Like, I don't get it. Well, I think what's different about him, and I, I maybe I can't. We can't rule anything out. But what's different about him versus his peers, his contemporaries, is all of those guys. Eli Drew. Brady one day, even Philip Rivers to an extent, all of them were just going to walk off the field right into a media job that they wanted. Fair. I don't <laughs> think Ben has that option. Ben Roethlisberger know. is known in my mind as the guy who preemptively blocked everyone on Twitter. I found out because of that story that I was blocked by Ben Roethlisberger on Twitter. Oh. I've never followed Ben Roethlisberger. I've never tweeted about Ben Roethlisberger. I've never even thought to do either one of those things. Congratulations. So I know. So what I'm saying is like, yeah, I don't, I don't know that he's a guy that would even want to be any part of any kind of media. He's like a Jay Cutler in that sense. Like he's going to own oh. a Bass Pro Shop somewhere. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe a franchisee of oh, Bass Pro Shops. Oh, getting fancy. A Cabela's perhaps. Sure. Oh sure. God, see, there you go. Why I just not? got one of the accents. <laughs> Got one of Max since y'all fix it, you get one right now. <laughs> maybe he'll uh, maybe he'll open up uh, a B and B like you did, Paige, and uh, put a lot of <laughs> antiques in it. 
Just napkins. Maybe he'll go teaking with you. Just napkins. Nobody Pretty has sure. that many napkins. I don't Not know. Even you don't know Beth. Stewart. Like <laughs> What else did Beetle miss? I, I okay. feel like we have a few Speaking, more things to we drop do. On Speaking of accents, uh, we'll transition this because Southern <laughs> accents, okay. and this is available in the South. So uh, th- there is a, a bowl game. Many of them, as you know, are tire part bowl games, etc. However, this, my personal favorite, I think, the Duke's Mayo Bowl. So mm. last year, the executive director, uh, they were trying to, they sort of implied that the winning team's coach would get uh, a large amount of Duke's mayonnaise dumped on them in the event of a win. That didn't happen. And this year, the executive director, God bless him, came on Twitter to directly address the fans and let them know that this year, he was he was apologetic for last year's mix-up, but this year, if the winning coach allows themselves to be doused in Duke's mayonnaise, he will donate $10,000 to the charity of their choice. I would like your thoughts on both mayonnaise uh, as a condiment, uh, as well as getting it dumped on you if you win. Thank you. Well, the memes that will come out of that, there are words for what that will look like. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Number two, I love mayonnaise. Same. I love it so much. I love flavored mayonnaises. I love truffle mayonnaise, spicy mayonnaise, regular mayonnaise. I do not care for Miracle Whip Mm-mm. necessarily. Never mm-hmm. really had it as a child. Only tasted it at friends' houses. And I was like, what is this? Whip. But uh, yeah, it makes every sandwich better. But I, <laughs> I am here for a grown-ass person having mayonnaise dumped on them, their faces. Like, I'm here for all of it. And I also love the idea that somewhere in the world there's an executive that was disappointed that that didn't happen. Why didn't it happen? Did they not Did they not have the um, mayo ready? It was supposed to be dumped on, it looks like, the Wisconsin coach, um, Paul Crest, but it was water. And so, yeah, the executive director of the bowl game was like, we're so sorry. It should have been mayonnaise. Um, so they hired, I bet they hired one person for this year just to make sure that it's mayonnaise. I hope so. That's an awesome job. I want that. That is awesome. In. Yeah. I don't God. think a big thing of mayonnaise would... It's hard to even get mayonnaise out of the jar. How are you going to get it out of like a giant gator? I did think size? about water this. It? I think you water it down a little bit, but I also think we're talking about like the, the big ass Gatorade, you know, like yeah. the classic container. I'm just picturing like like they they pick it up, try to dump it. It sticks just in there like a blizzard. This. They're like, oh, yeah. it's not coming out. So then they just panic and get people to just start throwing the mayonnaise at the coach. <laughs> just smear it all over. Like I, I want, I want this more to happen. Dare I say, than Max Verstappen winning the F1 race this weekend. I want this to happen so bad. Don't those guys pour okay. milk on themselves? It's not that oh, different. That's no, that's that's indie, dude. No, what? these people drink champagne. Oh what God, part of Gabe. fancy are you not listening? You were the one who was like Monaco. Yeah, it's Rolexes and champagne, boo. Oh, Shoot. and it looks I'm like sorry. the Mayo Bowl this year, the Mayo Bowl. The Mayo Bowl is North Carolina <laughs> and South Carolina. Okay. So Shane oh, Beamer and Perfect. Mac Brown. Somebody's going to have mayonnaise on their face. <laughs> yeah. Oh, blessings. So it's, a lot of, it's a lot of oil. Mac Brown is not taking mayo to the face. That's not going to happen. I Love dare Brown, someone though. to try to do that. I mean, if you asked nicely and said maybe if it was for charity. Ten, is it $10,000 to the charity of their choice? That's is $10,000 enough for you to have mayonnaise smeared all over your face? I would do it for 1000 I would just be like, here's twenty grand. Get that friggin' mayo the hell away from me. If it's olive oil-based, I'm in because it's actually good for you. Oh it is good. God. It is good. <laughs> Go on. Anyway, all right. Gotta um, love the mayo. We got a couple more. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, who in. is right about everything as far as I can tell. Yep. Says, like soft quote, cheeses. He's in on soft cheeses? Yeah, go on. That was his one request at ESPN when we shot something. Like a plate of soft, <laughs> just nope, soft cheese. That's, like any that, that's what we're talking type? about now. Yeah, sorry. I need <laughs> to drill down I don't on have this further. So one time Kareem Abdul-Jabbar demanded soft cheeses at ESPN. <laughs> Beetle, what's your reaction? But the but the best part is Euro, our friend Zach Benavid, was the one that had to get it for him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very, very nice man. A man who cannot sneak around the world at all. Like, no incognito for Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But I didn't mean to interrupt. I just, I think of soft cheeses when I think of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, as most people and do. now I will. <laughs> we all will. Go on. Another, well, let's, since we're on a tangent, let's go a tangent off the tangent. Um, Zach Benavide, a.k.a. Euro, oh. um, the best bit we ever came up with, with him, was when Vladi Divac showed up at ESPN and we pretended that Zach was his long-lost son. <laughs> And he, like, Paige, legit looks like it. 
no. and Vladi completely played along with it. Completely went. It was like a Mori Povich episode. It was so he was like hugging, like oh, we wow. reunited father and son. He wow. needed no Over convincing. He was like, "This is a good bit. I'm in." What if Vladi Divots? Because you know, professional players like they travel the world. They sometimes make babies. Yeah. What if in his mind he was like? This actually could be my son. I better be nice to this kid. Right? Like, I don't want to give him money, so maybe if I'm just nice to him, this will be enough. Yeah. And they've got cameras out, so I can't be a jerk. Oh, God. That was a good Should we one. get them That's both good... off the show? The... Off the show. Should we get them both <laughs> on the show? <laughs> I mean, just to reunite again. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Time. Really drill down. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I interrupted Kareem Abdul-Jabbar because I really don't know what you're about to say. Well, he said that goats don't dance in reference to LeBron James doing his dance and getting fined for it. And uh, I'm just curious what you think about goats dancing. Uh, well, Kevin Literal goats or figurative goats, whatever you Real prefer. goats dance. They jump dance. And goats, goats. Uh, I like to think dancing is the uniter amongst us all. Even if you're bad at it, it makes you feel better. It can make a bad day into a good day, burn a little energy. Um, I think maybe he just doesn't you know what it is i think kareem abdul-jabbar's old school old generation i maybe it's like his sort of way of throwing subtle shade at lebron in the whole conversation of goats if you will mm. um because look as much as i don't care for lebron i don't give i don't care if you dance like if you could if you do it this reminds me of when colin cowherd used to go off on john wall for dancing like if you're backing everything you do up i don't care what you do honestly like it's you yeah. at the end of the day get the last laugh I will yeah. say it was not subtle shade because the <laughs> the preceding quote prior to goats don't dance is why do you need to do a stupid childish dance and disrespect <laughs> the other team on the court? It doesn't make sense. Then goats don't dance. So, you know, well, that's I'm, I'm a with hell you. of a lead Let in. people have fun. <laughs> God, I love Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And he got fined $15,000. He did get fined. Yeah. Wait, this wasn't the pelvic grab one. This was a different one, right? I don't know. Is LeBron James like going on TikTok now? What what's happening? Well, I, the the game in which he got those two people thrown out was also the game in which he grabbed his junk and like hopped down the court, and I think he got fined for that. Ooh. Is that this? That's not a dance. I don't is that, think so. is that considered a dance? I don't even know if that's a dance. To well, be honest, are you on TikTok? Mm, not not on purpose. Oh, so you are. Okay, we'll talk about that another time. Maybe yeah, but there. I don't know what my account is. So, anyways. Hey, about this, how about we take a break right here and Gabe fixes his face and then we'll be back. <laughs> Speaking of crotch grabs. Yes. That was, that was in. a rough transition. Marshawn Lynch, everyone's favorite. Um, <laughs> yes. He, it turns out that, uh, we, I think we talked about at one point, his appearance on the Manning cast. And it looks like there were only two FCC complaints about his infamous F-bomb-laced appearance. Do we think that's too low? I was expecting uh, more. No. We think that's too high. Who are these people that put complaints in to the FCC? Who even knows how to put in a complaint to there the FCC? No like, clue. I would have to spend 30 minutes Googling it. To try to figure out, and then what is it? Is it an email? Is it a snail mail? Is it a phone call? Is there a 1-800 line? Like you just, it's like the, it's the tattletale of every class that I have no time for. Don't watch, don't listen, go read a book, but God forbid you read a book that has a bad word in it because then who do you complain to? Imagine your life is such that that's what you did. You watched Marshawn Lynch on cable talking football with two brothers who played football and you got offended somehow. My God, my God. It'd be like if you listened to this show and got to the 40-something minute. You've been through all of this, and right now, Beetle, you dropped an F-bomb, and someone was like, Mother, I gotta f get get me my pen and paper. I gotta tell what someone about this. I want to know who they are. Like, yeah. who are these people? And they're, they're always there. They complain about all kinds of stuff. But, like, I wish we would out them. Somebody should do a documentary on the people that complain in the FCC. I do. Yeah, I think that's right. You don't get an anonymity. I cannot say that word. Anonymity. No, you, don't, you don't get to tattle. Is that right? Yeah. Anonymity. Yeah. I, you don't I get like it. the commitment to the bit. I think good for them. Like be that's the person you're trying to be in life. If you are watching trying. football and Marshawn Lynch curses in front of your kid, you write a letter to the FCC. You're the same person who's being that guy everywhere you go in life. So just stick with it. 
just so you know, if you are that person, nobody likes you. No, nobody does. Nobody. Your friends don't even like you. you Your know, kids are embarrassed. House. Your kids hate you. Both, uh, both, both of these strongly worded, what I assume are emails, but I sort of like a world where they're actually like handwritten like right? stalker notes. I mean, we, um, you guess like when you're on tell, like you get handwritten things uh, and it always makes you laugh because you're just like, A, you took the time to, to write this down in the moment. B, you sent it. So by the time the person gets it, they don't even know what you're talking about. It's just, it's, it's amazing. I don't know. Maybe it's this thing where people just need to feel involved in everything because we don't have actual power in our lives. But anyways, nobody likes you. Nobody. Nobody. Beetle, I don't think there's anything else that you missed. I think uh, you missed F1, Gabe. I'm going to I'm going to get ready, man. Abu Dhabi next weekend. If you could get Max Verstappen ready to go uh, on next Monday after he wins it all, declaring a change in the shift of power. Yeah. I hate to go uh, with it, but I'm still on Lewis Hamilton. Well, you probably love the Yankees. OK, so also, I absolutely not. Yeah, I'm actually a Yankees fan, a USC Lakers fan, fan, a Notre Dame fan, a Cowboys fan. Oh, Cowboys. That's the, that's the other one. Yeah, exactly. I like his helmet. That was the thing I didn't mention earlier. I liked well, that, that was he wore big, the rainbow yeah. helmet in Saudi. Like, a lot of them have been like very, I mean, he's the most visible, obviously, because he's the best. So when he takes stands and he takes a lot and that's awesome, that's your, that's your platform. But a lot of guys were like that for this one because I think when uh, the black and white that I used to live in and now I'm trying to sort of be in the gray, like Saudi Arabia is one of those things. Like WWE goes there and mm -hmm. it really is polarizing when they do. Justin Bieber performed this weekend there and people weren't happy about that. Um, and so I think with F1, they can't sit out the race. So they do the next best thing, which is like bring as much light to the issue of you know homosexuality in this case in Saudi Arabia. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of them did it. And, you know, sometimes that's all you can do. Just keep talking. So you admit it. He's the best. I don't like him, but he has nice watches. Okay, we need to end this. I'm, I'm going to spend the next several days studying up and picking a guy so I can be on the side of one of you. Uh, well, I'm you leaning, yeah. There are I'm only right two now, choices. I'm leaning, I'm leaning Verstappen. Jesus. You're, you're going to love Verstappen. You're gonna. He's a kid. He's a child. He's the new, He's the future. That's all. He's, the he's everything you hate, Gabe. No, he's everything you love. Do you like people who win and are awesome about it and don't apologize? Mm, in many robot. cases. Like he walked off the stage yesterday instead of doing the stupid champagne showers where he's like, I hate you. Why would I party with you right now? That doesn't make sense. Okay. I loved it. For this podcast, by the way, I guess I have to say this every time. Rate, review, do those things, tweet us. Anywho, that's Monday. 